Show with Tom and Dolly on Triple M. Rock, 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 rock. Stupid management. The people are real. The cases are real. This is Tom and Dolly. I just called to say. When she borrows my razor and leaves it on the vanity oh. with all hair in it, yeah. that gets me. Yeah, you don't That's want that because you can't replace those. No. <laughs> One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Oh, welcome to your wacky Wednesday, guys. You know how wacky my Wednesday was, Ollie. I oh. spent the whole Wednesday without speaking to a single person oh, until no. I came into work. Wow, that explains a lot. <laughs> what are you saying? Why? No, because you were so zen. Yeah, you I was, came into yeah, it. I was yeah, really, yeah, I was just really. In the zone. You, you weren't um, depressed though at all. I was in the zone in my head. It was great. What happened? You just didn't leave the house. Just or... didn't leave the house. A coffee date cancelled on me, so <laughs> just spent most of the day. I started that new book you got me, People in the Trees. So that was good. Oh. <laughs> This, this radio show, if nothing else, is real. Yes. And what you just heard then is a, a real moment of a man opening up to, yeah. to he, all his friends. Yeah. yeah. Mate. Uh, but Wacky Wednesday. <laughs> Jeez, it's going to be good. Mate, we'll pick you up with this one. Exercise fails at 7.30. <laughs> yeah, I like Story it. Story from a mate today. Yeah. Tried to get back into the exercise game. Tried uh, to go, you know what? I'm going to get fit. Yeah. Ended disastrously. Oh, no. Uh, and of course, Poor deep guy. thought of the week. Yes. Up next, though, Ollie. To start the show, let's chat about the greatest time of year <laughs> right now. Schoolies. 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 Not Christmas. No. Nah. Um, You'll be shocked to know what's going on at schoolies these days, Tom. Yep. And that's up next. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Bon Jovi's Bad Medicine. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. Happy Wacky Wednesday in half an hour. We're going to talk exercise fails. Cannot wait for it. Here's a shock for you, Tom. It's yep. been 10 years exactly since we had schoolies. Oh, God. <laughs> No. Yeah. No. Time moves on. Still oh. the best part of the year, though, oh, schoolies. Even God. if you're not going on schoolies, it's still Rap- a great thing. Rapidly uh, coming towards 30. Feel Just... old yet? Oh, it's part of the reason I didn't speak to a single person today. <laughs> well, we were going to. I wanted to discuss sad schoolies, but uh, because I know you had a sad schoolie oh. time. But I can tell you on eggshells here, so you you know you've had a tough day. We won't discuss. Your experience. What, where I went camping with four other mates and uh, the wildest night out was probably 11 p.m. Oh, no. <laughs> what, don't say, oh, no. It what, was a lovely, relaxing did, time post Did you put some leaves on the fire and it got a bit big? <laughs> oh, put some milk powder on the fire. It might burn green. No, Tom, let's not t- chat sad schoolies. I've got a, a greater question to ask here. Should parents come to schoolies? Oh, definitely not. Well, <laughs> you would think the answer is no, but no. we've actually got Ebony in here tonight yeah. who... Uh, is being mentored by us on this show. Uh, <laughs> good evening, Ebony. Hello, hello. You're a mentee. Welcome. Um, you told us, we're chatting about schoolies in our planning meeting today. You revealed a shocking situation that went on. And I would say it was a situation. What happened with you? What happened? I wasn't allowed to go to schoolies unless my mum came with me. <laughs> And so surely you just didn't go on schoolies. <laughs> oh, no. Mum came with me. I oh, went to schoolies. And, and where did you go to schoolies again? To Bali. Oh, God. <laughs> you, mom, your mum came with you to Bali for schoolies. <laughs> yes, yeah, she did. How does that happen? Did you have any friends with you or was it just you and mum? Yeah, I had a group of six girlfriends with me and mum oh. stayed in the room next door to us. Oh. No. <laughs> I mean, we're reacting quite heavily right now. At the time, were your friends also going, whoa, no, or were they cool with it? They weren't hating it too much. One of the girls had her mum with her as well. Oh. Okay. I've got to know. I mean, <laughs> what, is there something wrong with you guys as a group? Were you too crazy? No, or were you no. too tame? Like, why did they want to come along? 
I guess it was just the rules. They were worried about us, and if they're there with us, there's no need to be worried. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, I've just posted a photo of Tom, uh, of, of myself, Tom, uh, oh. at our Instagram account, Tom and Ollie, really? going to schoolies with my mum at the airport saying <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Check that for that's 10 years ago. My right. mum wouldn't dream of coming. She would that's the last thing she'd want would be to go to schoolies. How did your mum find it? She didn't hate it, you know, cocktails in the pool, relaxing in the sun. And how did you find it? It, it was fine. You must like your mum. You must get yes. along well. Yes, I do. I feel like a lot of people are going, "No, no, no, thank you." So look, you definitely one, don't want parents there. 13353, should parents come to schoolies if you've got a story of this kind, maybe parents were going to come and they weren't allowed to come, maybe you're a parent who did head along. I want to know how that experience plays out. 13353, jump on that phone. We have questions and Ebony, I'm so sorry you had to go through that experience. <laughs> it's fine. Thank uh, you for your support. No, hey, we're Tell me you're almost wishing your parents came just for the numbers. <laughs> 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 So they could use an alcohol. This is Driving Rain Slash featuring Miles Kennedy in The Conspirators. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Slash featuring Miles Kennedy in The Conspirators. It's Driving Rain. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Wacky Wednesday. That's why I'm yelling. I'm a yelling radio host. Uh, we're talking about parents at schoolies. I'm not yeah. like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> right, Regina? Please stop talking. Okay. Oh, I love mean girls. Now, if that was you, 13353, if you're a parent who went to schoolies... Yeah. Please defend yourself. Call up and defend yourself because as far as I'm concerned, and Tom, I think you agree, oh. there's no place for your parents to no. come along and, you know, be, be minding people. No. Minding no. kids. Let the kids run free. Let the kids go. They've got to learn. Absolutely. Now, Tom, you went They're camp- 18, most of them. They can fend for themselves. You went to schoolies. You learned that camping wasn't cool. No, I loved my camping schoolies. I will stand by it. Wow. It was a lovely, relaxing time after a very busy year of studying. <laughs> you're yelling, and that shows that you're clearly... Uh, <laughs> Trying to mask some underlying issue there. So let's hear from parents who have either gone to schoolies or maybe defending it. Cassie, one triple three five three. What happened with you and schoolies? Well, I had a great time. Um, um, my parents didn't want me to go. How old are you? I'm now forty one, and I've got a seventeen year old and an eighteen year old, both headed um, to Service Paradise for schoolies. Oh, okay. So you had schoolies as a kid, but now you're a parent, and you're going to go along. No, absolutely not. I couldn't think of anything more embarrassing. <laughs> That's yeah. what I would have thought. So, you know, as far as you're concerned, there's no place for you there. No, I think it's a well-earned rest. I know they're good kids and they studied very hard and they deserve a break. What, what kind of chats do you have beforehand, Cassie, with your kids when they're Don't heading up to school? do any of these new drugs that are out there, like ice yep. or fantasy. Don't experiment with yep. things like that. That's, that's a good idea. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, you go, don't do the drugs. Don't get involved in the alcohol. She said new drugs. Yes. Yeah. Well. Uh, Jess on 13353, uh, you weren't allowed to go to schoolies. It's probably a good thing. Yeah. Hi. Uh, so I was told from the time that I was in year seven that I wasn't allowed to go to school leave and, and I was okay with that initially. Uh, and then I got to year 12 and all my friends were going to school leave. Yeah. But it was my mum that was a big, uh, a big roadblock oh, uh, for me. So I told my dad at the start of year 12 that I was going and I had a part-time job. So I put together a little bit of money each week that I would give to my friend who organized the flight. Oh, wow. And then about a week before going to schoolies, I had to come clean to my mum that I was that I was going for a week. So I told her at dinner one night and I just, I said, mum, I'm going to schoolies next week. And uh, and to get me out of trouble, I dobbed my dad in and I said, dad knew about it all week, all year. And he could have, he could have told you. So... My mum, uh, she got mad at me, but she got even more mad at my dad. 
And um, and then she booked a holiday to Queensland herself the next day. So she wasn't there to say goodbye to the video. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> <laughs> Just took a bit of a long time. When I was in your 12, and yep. it's probably the same for you, Tom, yep. get, but Baby Get Shaky After School was a big track. Baby Get Baby Get Shaky After School. Oh, Can you get God. that one? No, mate. We'll play no, that one. It's Triple M. One triple three five three. Should parents come to schoolies? Haven't heard any parents who went to schoolies yet. Yeah, good. That's I'm good glad. Then. Well, I mean, Ebony, our mate at work here, her mum went. So is she the outlier? I think so. We'll find out. One triple three five three with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's come as you are, Nirvana. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. All this month is Movember. You can donate by heading to our Instagram profile at Tom and Ollie. And while you're there, take a look at the photo of Ollie heading off on his way to school. He's ten years ago with Woo-hoo! his mum. No, now, not with my mum. Saying goodbye to mum. <laughs> mum well, didn't come. That's well, the point. It looks like she's coming with you. No, she's just doing a big hug. How cool's my t-shirt? 69 on it. Mate, you're wearing Golden Breed. Now, there's a there's a mate of ours that wears Golden Breed. His name's Tom. And I said, mate, that is a dad surfing brand. That's for 50-year-old yeah. men. I think a grandma gave it to me. Like, one of my grandmas gave it to Definitely me. Definitely from the op shop. 13353, where we posted that photo. Because we're asking, should parents come to schoolies? Yeah, because I don't. I think there's no place for parents at schoolies in my mind. Wouldn't have thought so, but Ebony, who works with us and we're mentoring her, um, she had her mum come to schoolies to Bali, which I just uh, can't imagine that happening, and it wouldn't be fun. But she seemed to mo- didn't mind it. Matilda, you disagree. You think there's definitely a p- place for parents at schoolies? I do actually, and it's a little bit cynical of me, okay. but um, I actually used to live on uh, Cavill Ave, yep. right across in from the Paradise Hotel. Yep, yeah. Yep. Um, and some of the stuff that I saw was pretty scary. So, uh, one night I saw kids across the balconies on like the ninth, um, story and like they were hanging over, like they were Uh, hanging their friends down uh, to get them below the stories. And I'm watching from across the road thinking that someone's going to fall and like Mm. hurt themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily no one did. Like. Look, but your parents can't stop. I mean, well, they can stop it, but they. I don't. Know, I wouldn't do that in front of my parents. The parents Look, are going to stop a lot of stuff going on, aren't they? Really? Yeah, but if you if you've got a cool parent that likes to get lit a little bit, you know, have a few drinks. <laughs> yeah. And you know, there's. There's a difference between lenience and being responsible, but I think a lot of the kids, they forget the responsibility part. Yeah, but if you're a kid that's hanging someone over a balcony, I mean... You're you're a lost cause. Yeah, you're you're an idiot for doing that. Like, surely you know that by that stage, that you just don't go hanging your mates off balconies. Yeah, that's an obvious thing. And the idea that parents might stop things from happening, Tom, is a good thing in that scenario. Mm. But I had my first sexual encounter, and I would hate the idea of... uh, Mum coming in and stopping that sexual <laughs> encounter. I mean, that would that would be a disaster. Yeah, of course. Has she ever stopped a... Well, she stopped <laughs> one behaviour, but that wasn't a triumphant, you know, co-habitual thing. That was yeah. just a solo yeah, yeah. session. One triple three five three. Jump on that phone if you're a parent uh, coming going to schoolies. Just like Leon. Leon, you're actually heading along to your son's schoolies. No, no, not yet. Still got nine years before that's the oh, problem. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, okay. but you, you plan to in nine years' time. Why not? Well, uh, well, well, many reasons. I mean, you could be called a toolie for one. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I'll leave that out of it. Yeah. But you know, I was born to party. The boys, my journey, he's born to party. Why can't we go and party? But do you want to party with seventeen-year-old girls and boys? Ah, uh, yeah, all right. 
<laughs> yeah, but you but Matt, but you but you you're stopping your son from having the freedom. You know, this is the time oh, when they have to fly. You know, let them fly. Oh no, not at all. He can fly in my presence. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Father and son here. It sounds like it sounds a bit like Mean Girls. Not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. That's what Leon <laughs> right, is. Right, Regina? Please stop talking. Oh, mate, just let him go. Yeah. Leon, Leon, are you a cool dad? <laughs> no, nah, I don't I think, think so. so. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. The only question we have is how the hell is Home and Away still on air? We'd rather listen to these two. Tom and Ollie on Triple F. It's a Wednesday evening. You're probably driving home from work. And you know what is always a bit of fun what? just to get you up and about? <coughs> is seeing other people fail. Oh, oh. oh God. Uh, Tom, that could be my mate who today I, I caught up with him. He told yeah. me a story of how he tried to get back into exercise oh, yeah. and uh, failed miserably. Oh, no. Let's just say that uh, emergency services <gasps> had to get involved. You're joking. Yeah, exercise fails. Oh, no. Up next time, I'm uh, sure you can get involved with this one. Exercise yeah. <laughs> fails. <laughs> Went yeah. to the pool, tried it's, to have a swim. Most days for me. This is brand new music from the John Butler Trio. It's called Just Call. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Walk this way, run DMC versus Aerosmith. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. After 8 o'clock, we're jumping in the pondering pond for deep thought of the week. If you've got something very profane in your head, profound, profound, <laughs> profane. profound in your head, then you'll get it out after Me 8. Mm, totally. Tom, I know you've had um, yeah, a bit of a, a lonely day. You didn't see anyone. Don't know what you're talking about. So I'm just going to say, have a bit of fun with this one, mate. <laughs> oh, I don't. don't have a bit of fun with this no, one. No, no. Saw a mate today who had what you could only describe as an exercise fail. Oh, what a bit of fun. Don't! Is that having fun with it? <laughs> ah, that's good. Is that good? You've already added so much to the break. Thanks, thanks so much. To the buddy. segment by just no! Yeah, more, 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 more. <laughs> um he's ma- his name's Dan, and yeah. I don't see him often, but um caught up with him and he was like, Yeah, look, this is pretty embarrassing, but I thought I'd get back into exercising. It's been yeah. about a year. Okay. He works pretty hard as a cameraman, right? So yeah. he's already kind of active in his job, but yeah. but literally like a aerobic fitness is not not good. Sure. He goes to F forty five. Which is... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've done it. It's vigorous. It's full on. It's 45 it's, minutes of just hard work. It's called high-intensity interval training, isn't it? It's, yeah. hit, it's a hit workout. Yeah. That's what they call it. The exercise it. fail came at about, I think, about 10 minutes into the class. Oh, no. And it's, again, oh. it's his first class. Doesn't really know anyone. Oh, no. Hasn't exercised in such a long time that his body cannot take it. Oh. He shuts down. What he do you mean he shuts down? He basically blacks out. <gasps> He he comes to and people have gathered around him, <laughs> and he's like he's like what what uh, what no I'm fine I'm fine they're like oh, oh mate we're going to take you to the hospital he's like no I can do it I can do it Hello, darkness, my old <laughs> oh what a shame flailing around they call an ambulance because F45 guys are like we're worried about you of course we're liable if you die oh. so they called the ambulance ambulance takes him to the hospital and they're like yeah you went too hard too soon mate oh no. Your body is not ready for that. Exercise fails on one triple three five three. It is a wacky Wednesday, so get involved. Have a bit of fun with this one. Play the sound effect again. Uh, which one? Either one. Go. That's good. That one. G'day, Chris. Hey, boys. How you going? Oh, mate, having a bit of fun with this one. Uh, what's a what's your exercise fail? This was a ripper. It wasn't me. We were at the gym. Mm. This big Hungarian or Russian, whatever he was, walks in and he's showing us, you know, like Good. he was yep. the man walking around strutting. He's got on the leg press machine. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, he's no. Peacocky. He started yeah, no. shoulder pressing it, mate. Oh. He was sat on it reverse. 
and his uh, shoulder pressing a leg press machine, and uh, we couldn't tell him. Uh, we were just in stitches. That's hilarious. It's part of the gym, but it's awkward to go and tell someone what what, what to do. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. But in his defence. A lot of different machines. It's not like they have pictures on them that show you what they're doing. I've seen you, Tom, uh, clamber onto a machine, not being quite sure which way you go about it. It can be confusing. Like, does my head go here? Do my feet go here? One triple three five three. You've had an exercise fail. Have a bit of fun with this one. This oh. is Razor's, Razor's Edge, Screaming Jets. A Goanna classic redone by those guys. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. Oh. Razor's Edge, Screaming Jets, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. We want to know if you've had an exercise fail on one triple three five three. Have you been at footy training and somebody's hit you in the eye with a ball? That would be <laughs> that would be silly. Wouldn't that call be great, Tom? Maybe you were you were squatting mm. and something came out the other end. Oh. Now that I don't mind. That's an exercise fail, Ollie. We're having a bit of fun with this one on one triple three five three. Don't be too proud to share. You got to no. admit when you've uh, yep. cocked up. And yep. Michael has done just that on one triple three five three. Michael, what happened, mate? Hey, fellas, how are we? Very good, mate. Yeah, my, my exercise fail was I joined one of those anytime gyms and I went there for the first time and there was no one there. Oh, okay. So I didn't want to be embarrassed and, you know, go there when there were people there and not know what to do. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to jump in and, and give everything a go. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, a couple of days later, I could barely feed myself, couldn't lift my arms. <laughs> all that kind of so you, you tried all the machines? I walked around, had to go with everything. No pressure, no one to laugh at me. Yeah. Who, who, any good. Hang on, you're such an overachiever. Who uses all the equipment at the gym in one go? Absolutely, not me anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Half of them do the same thing as well. Yeah, are you still at it, Michael? Are you still heading to the gym? No, gone in a different direction now. Oh, what's that? What's that direction? <laughs> no, we're going yeah. for a bit of cardio. We'll just do the squash instead. Yeah, no, sure. Don't mate. lie, mate. You're getting fat. <laughs> You're going lateral. Oh, mate. I always find, Ollie, I always get exercise fails when I'm in the pool, when I think about the exercise that I'm doing. Oh, yeah? So if what I do you do, fall over in the pool? <laughs> no, if, I, if I'm swimming yeah. and I think about it, I just start failing hardcore. That's strange because I'm the opposite. I mean, if I'm thinking about my stroke, then you'll yeah. be doing better, surely. You're focusing on it. Yeah. You hate the thought of it so much that when you think about what you're doing, you go, nah, I'm done with this. I just try I just try and think about anything else than the activity that I'm doing. I thought you were going to say your exercise fails when you came to footy training for the first time <laughs> and uh, you enjoyed the social element of the lads being around, but you, you, didn't, you couldn't handball, you couldn't kick. Well, yeah, just because I couldn't run handball or kick. Did meant that it was a tough time. Couldn't throw. Food. You couldn't do any of the basic elements. G'day, Fraser. Hey, how's it going? Good, mate. You had an exercise fail at footy training. Uh, I was playing a game and the ball got kicked off to the wing, mm. and uh, I was running flat out, and so was the opposition. Mm. And we both got to the ball at the same time, and uh, <laughs> we both knocked ourselves out, and I ended up with a fractured eye socket. Oh. <laughs> oh, Friendly no. fire, same team. Ah uh, no, opposite opposition. Oh, but... okay, that's okay. So, so one, for, one for one. You full on ran into each other. That's like a, f a film, a scene in a movie. Yeah, pretty much. Oh. Was, it, was everyone laughing, or was there an ambulance and people were pretty serious? Oh, it was. It was a bit. Everyone thought it was a bit serious at the time, but yeah. I, yeah, I just was knocked out for a little bit and didn't play for another six weeks. Well, Fraze, uh, the courageous medal must go to you. Yeah. Go hard or go home, they yeah. say. And if you duck out of that kind of stuff, Tom, you get labelled a punts forever. Oh. <laughs> so, Fraser, you did the right thing. You got, a, you got a free cheeseburger. Don't you get a free cheeseburger if you play with a free cheeseburger, free grand whistle? It's all good fun. Hey, Kay. Hey. What happened, Kay? <laughs> Exercise um, fire? 
I was playing softball. And I didn't make the catch and got my jaw broken. Oh, how? Uh, he called out someone else's name, so I was letting the other person catch it. Oh, I don't really get how it works. I don't get it either, okay. <laughs> good, good explaining. No, look, fail in every sense. Exercise fails on one triple three five three. Give us a call. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's daughter, Pearl Jam. Having some fun here with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. <laughs> if you say it, Tom, it'll come true. <laughs> Having some fun with this one. Make it too, make it, bro. <laughs> After 8 o'clock, we'll jump in that pondering pond for deep thought of the week. For those profound thoughts. That you have in your head. And it's a wacky Wednesday as well, mate. Oh, so just enjoy man. the wackiness. Yeah, you don't have to explain it to me, man. I'm 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 all on board. Yeah, good. I'm all on board of this choo-choo train of exercise fails on one triple three five three. Have you had an exercise fail? It's look, it's definitely really fun watching videos. The next best thing <laughs> yeah. is uh, hearing the stories on the radio. Oh, absolutely. And that's where we find ourselves right now. One triple three five three is our phone number. Your mate went to F forty five, Ollie. Yeah, Stan tried to get back into fitness. He'd had a, almost a year off, he said. Went to F45, found himself uh, passed out after 10 minutes of extreme cardio. Yeah. And uh, had a gaggle of people around him going, mate, you need to go to hospital. Oh, that's the last thing you want, especially when you're new to a class. It's just so embarrassing. Well, he's never gone back, obviously. Georgie on 13353, what's your exercise fail? Hey, guys. Um, yeah, pretty uh, interesting one. Uh, year eight at high school, our oh. school sport was the gym. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, year eight's already I, a tough time, isn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me about yeah. it. And, uh, yeah, at the gym, uh, on the treadmill, thought I'd play it, you know, super cool. Let's be honest, showing off for, for the friends and, and oh, the boys. Yeah. And the boys, uh, yeah. crank, crank the treadmill up to uh, some ridiculous speed. <laughs> Lost my footing. <laughs> went flying. Oh. Problem was the treadmill was stuck. Uh, right near a wall, so I got stuck, oh, and uh, oh, it then shredded oh, my hip, and I essentially got skinned uh, on the oh, side of my body alive. Oh! So, yeah. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> no. The treadmill backed onto a wall. That's oh, terrible thinking. Why are they doing Yeah, that? yeah, pretty sure uh, OHS uh, major fail there, but uh, oh, yeah, didn't, well, haven't been back on the treadmill that fast. That's Georgie, <laughs> always use the red peg that you put onto your clothes, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Surely, uh, that's no, no, that's, 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 you know, yeah, and you know, it's not, that's not cool when you're eight, you know, you'll yeah, be all right, right. You'll, you'll, you'll be, you'll yeah. be good. <laughs> no, Ollie, it, the, the peg will definitely work, mate, because the idea oh, is if you fall, yeah, it okay. stops the machine. I was going to say, it won't stop her falling off. <laughs> But yeah, it'll stop her skin what, burning. What, you thought that the peg is like a tether to the machine that will stop you falling off the treadmill? It's I like don't a brace? Know. I'm just wondering about public schools. I'm just, you know, oh. they, it's just, there's an issue there and we need to get some more funding. Steve, uh, what was your exercise fail? G'day, fellas. Um, yeah, so I went to a uh, gym. I hadn't, I've never been to a gym before. Went there. There was a 10 out of 10 trainer. Yeah. So, yeah, spot on. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I'll book in a sesh with her. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, ball's going well, and then we uh, start doing some squats, and get down on the squat and just rip the biggest fart. Oh no! And oh, I'm so embarrassed. So um, what do you do? Do you do you own up to it? Well, she know she knew it was me. So, yeah. Like there's other people there heard it as well. It was massive, but um, yeah. So I finished the session, and I was just like, yeah, all right, not coming back here again. No, so yeah, you can't do that. Got to find a new you gym. Can't, you, you can't go back, a can new you? New gym with a new ten, and that's that's hard to find. Good luck, Steve. <laughs> Gary, I'm on triple three five three. What happened with your exercise fail? Yeah, I went uh, wakeboarding first time I'd ever gone wakeboarding, and um, 
done all right for the day and come off and I smashed myself in the head with the side of the wakeboard and knocked myself out for three days. Oh, no. Three days? For three days, yeah. Oh, that's not good. Ollie, these actually these stories actually remind me of a story from back when I was in year eight. Oh. We were playing um like dodgeball. Broke my thumb. Because somebody threw the ball at it and I had my thumb sticking out and the ball hit my thumb and one of those soft balls, oh my the God. safety balls, <laughs> broke my left thumb. I had to wear a thumb brace for a oh, while. Oh, no wonder you got bullied. <laughs> That's so sad. Those balls can't hurt anyone. John on one triple three five three. what's your uh, exercise fail? Evening, gents. Mate, very, very long time ago, last year of uni, you start to develop a little bit more free time on your hands and uh, I've attended the gym around about nine o'clock in the morning. So everyone's gone and done their morning sessions, fairly quiet. And there's a bloke working out on the squat rack, and he's just moved across to that 45-degree uh, leg press where you sort of sit in. Oh, no. Your legs are up on an angle. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. But he's gone and proceeded to load every possible no. weight he could on that. No. Oh, no. I think you know where it's going because there was a fair bit of exertion, quite a fair bit of grunting, and then he's let go. Oh. Um, and the loose gym shorts also didn't really do much in holding it back either. Oh, so we we'll, sort of escaped onto that mirror. Oh, Hang on, so what happened? A, spl- a spluttering. Caught, yeah, caught spluttering that oh. we could generally see, but there was more than a splutter in his pants. Oh! <laughs> Tom and Ollie on Triple M. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. In half an hour's time, we're going to get Dr. Nikki Goldstein in here, the sexiest sexologist going around to talk relationships. And in 20 minutes' time, I'm going to tell you about a stack of gold that got snuck out of the country by the government. Well, it's their own money. Well, yeah, but they <laughs> snuck it out of the country. We've got an expert on to tell us about Hang that. Hang on a minute. Story. Have you read an article again? <laughs> this is not like you, Tom. <laughs> this is the third articles. article you've actually read this I week. Love, Are you feeling okay? Mate, I love reading articles. But enough about articles, Ollie. Yeah. Up next, let's jump in that pondering pond four. Deep, deep thought of the week. You know what I'm saying, bro? Let's yeah. get deep. Let's get profound. No research required. Love it. Uh, with Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Come out and play. Keep them separated. The offspring, Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. I did that very monotonely there. I'm very sorry about that, Ollie. I usually like to put a bit more inflection in my voice. but No worries, Tom. Let's jazz it up from now on. Oh, love it. Deep Thought of the Week. And back down. And then back to Deep Thought of the Week where we typically monotone the shit out of it. Mate, there's no monotones in the pondering pond. Mate, looking good. That Brad Pitt workout's doing wonders for you because, of course, we're naked in the pondering pond. Oh, well, thank you, Tom. And you are looking extra fine today. Thank you. Ollie. Of course, the Pondering Pond is for profound thoughts. If you've got one, the easiest way to join us in the Pondering Pond naked is by calling one triple three five three. That opens a portal to our pond. Oh, yeah. I've got one already well, sent in. Oh, really? Yes, from Lionel. Before that, can we just can we just um throw our minds back to last week's Pondering Pond? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, sure. If you look around at all your friends, half of them are below average. Wool shrinks in the washing machine. Wool, Why don't yeah. sheep shrink when it rains? Life is a short, warm moment. Death is a long, cold rest. If you have a left and a right shoe, which is the right one? Deep thought of the week. You know what I mean? Such a spread of, of quality and yeah. just absolute garbage. 
But that's how it always is, and there's no wrong answers no. in the pondering pond. One triple three five three. If you do want to join us in that pond, what's the one that was sent in, Ollie? Here's what Lionel has said on Facebook. He messaged us at Tom and Ollie. Yep. He said, "Someone made up dinosaur sounds without ever hearing them." <laughs> Deep thought of the week. That, that, sound, that sound once more. That was a brontosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> One triple three five three. If you want to join us naked in the pondering pond, then give us a call or message. If you're, <laughs> if you're shy, if why you're shy. would you say message now? Because people are shy. No, they want to get on the phone. They want to join us live in the pondering pond. This is new music from Greta Van Fleet. It's called "You're the One." You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Deep, Deep. thought of the week. You're the one, Greta Van Fleet, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Uh, the Reserve Bank at some point, the Reserve Bank of Australia snuck 69 tonnes of gold out of the country. And in, in about 10 minutes' time, we're going to ask why to an Aussie-based analyst. Right now, we're naked in the pondering pond for this week's... Deep, deep Thought of the Week. Oh, feels good. Feel that tepid water. I always get a bit cold faster than you do, Tom. What? Why is that? Why do I get chilly? Don't quick? fat shame me. I'm not. I'm just Don't you asking, dare I'm just fat asking shame the me. question. You seem to stay warm. Don't you dare you, fat shame yeah, me. Was that a skin-coloured wetsuit you're wearing? <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> if you've got a profound thought, then give us a call, one triple three five three. Mostly so that it'll shut Ollie up. Uh, Phil on one triple three five three. Good evening. How you going? Are you naked, Phil? Yep. Good boy. Oh, yes. Good boy. Yes. Uh, what is your deep thought of the week? Uh, why doesn't the ocean smell like fish? Hmm. Deep, deep thought of the week. I think there's a lot more water than fish, though, isn't there? And a I don't fi- know. <laughs> well, I think we do know. Have you ever? <laughs> s- and also, have you ever smelled a fish that's freshly come out of the water? Yeah, it smells like fish. <laughs> Deep thought of the week. Touche. Phil is just a philosophical man. You should call him philosophical. Yeah, we should. Get him back on the phone, Tom. No, don't. Hey, Sam. Hello. You naked, Sam? Absolutely. Good boy. Oh, he's 42. Are you? Don't call him boy. Oh. Oh, man. (laughs) You're the man. Uh, what's your dip thought? Why do people say that they bite down on something when it's actually your bottom part of your jaw that lifts up? That's true. Deep, deep thought of the week. Biting up. Bite Biting up. up. Bite up on that. Who Bite is, up who, who on isn't that right one. now going... Yes. What's well, the mandible and the maxilla bones, isn't it? Is it? Mandible's the bottom... Bottom part of the jaw, Maxwell is the top half of the oh, jaw. Oh God! Can you just, well, I'm just not know about something? Well, I'm just mansplaining to you. <laughs> hey Matt. Hey. Now Matt, in uh, Greta Van Fleet, which we just played, our producer said to me, "This you you cannot you have to wait for Matt's deep thought." So Matt, I'm I'm waiting with bated breath. Apparently, it's a good one. First of all, okay. are, are you naked? Uh, Yes, I'm naked. I hope I you're enjoying the... T- in the in the cold water right now. And I'm Brett, nice. I'm thinking very deeply. Okay, don't go too much, mate. Uh, what is your deep thought? Okay, so my life perspective is 
that everything in front of me is normal, but then everything behind me is, is darkness. But as soon as I turn around, it all appears. So it's pretty much like the whole world is like revolving around me. And then everyone is like a robot that like works for me and does everything for me. Like uh, right now I'm looking at a tree and behind me is my car. But if I look like, if I turn around, it appears, if you know what I mean. But it, behind me, it's actually darkness. Everything appears, everything appears as soon as I look at it. And then as soon as I look away, it disappears. I love it. Deep thought of the week. I love it. And Matt, you, you believe that? Well, when I'm stoned, yeah. <laughs> well, when you get rocks thrown at you, that's crazy. That's stupid. Don't ever get rocks thrown at you. Stone uh, Matt, Stone I'm going to give you tickets to a preview screening of Mortal Engines on December 5, including, and I think this will come handy, popcorn and a drink. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, oh, it doesn't really matter. I work at the cinema. Anyway. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> He works at the cinema. That's Matt. fine, Matt. Nothing for you. Well, Matt, uh, I can't physically take the prize away from you. Would you like to give the prize to someone else? Yeah, give it to the next person. Okay, brilliant. Give it to Phil. We'll do. Philosophical. No, we got more calls. One triple three five three. Do you want to join us in the pondering pond? Have you got a deep thought? What's your profound thought? That one was pretty weird. I loved it. Yeah. That's very Truman Show. Oh, yeah. Everything in front of you is lightness. Everything behind you is darkness. It's mm. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Sick. Akadaka, who made who? Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Uh, mate, there's a ripping reason why you should be sticking around for the, at least the next half an hour. Very soon I'm telling you about uh, the government taking 69 tonnes of gold out of the country and what's going on there. And then we have the amazing Dr. Nick, Dr. Nikki Goldstein coming in to talk about relationships, especially relationships at work. And right now, I mean, all the gifts just keep on coming because we're naked in the Pondering Pond for this week's... Deep Thought of the Week. Oh, God, it's good. You've got to reach deep inside your brain to find those strange thoughts, those, those deep thoughts. Did you ever think, uh, did you ever watch the Truman Show as a child and just think, oh, my God, I am in the Truman Show? The idea that oh. the whole world is working for you and it's just you in the world. Not as a child, but as an adult, I did. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> as a, as a, uh, a uni student... Still believe the world world is revolving around. You're right, mate. Oh yeah, had to be. Hey Neil. How you going? You naked, Neil? Um, as naked as you can get in this late spring rain. Yep, sure. Good, Neil. What is your deep thought of the week? Well, I'm just wondering why abbreviation is such a long word. That's where it ends. Deep (laughs) thought of the week. What do you think about English language ones, Ollie? I love them. I think there's. uh, an unlimited supply of language, deep thoughts. Yeah, so much that language isn't, you know, there's rules, isn't there? Strange how they don't always apply the same way, the rules. Hi, Alan. How you going? Good, mate. What's your deep thought? Um, why do we have salt water in the ocean? Why do we have fresh water in the rivers and the creeks? And fish. Why do we have saltwater fish? Why do we have freshwater fish? Why... <laughs> deep, deep thought of the week Well I'm pretty sure Because you know There's rain in the mountain The rain falls Where there's high ground And then that's going to hey, pull Hey some... how dare you answer Alan's question With some kind of fake knowledge yeah, Sorry You don't I'm know not... why There's salty fish And non-salty fish You're right I did skip that class in SOS um, Hey Bradley Hey Alan It's Ugly Bradley here <laughs> Ugly Bradley is it? I'm related to Ugly, ugly Phil Are you? Just by Best being ugly or? Be- yeah, by being ugly, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yeah. what's your deep thought, mate? 
Well, I was walking down the road and um, I kind of I seen a sign. And I, you know, these signs that pop up everywhere. Mm. And um, there was a fork in the road. Yep. I went straight ahead. I went bush to get back to nature and, the, and followed the road less travelled. Deep Thought of the Week. Thanks, Robert Frost. Thank you, Ugly Bradley. <laughs> did he just I don't of, know what that was. Did he just, I yeah, think I he just know. butchered the Robert Frost poem about the road less travelled. Oh, right. In hey. his own way. Hey, Brendan. How are we? Oh, good, mate. What's your Deep Thought of the Week? I'll make this ring up before about the light and the dark. Yep. <laughs> There's, there's a guy. There's a guy, right, who is saying that his life is like uh, is that everything is in front of him. His whole life is everything in front of him, and everything behind him is dark. And any time he turns, that light just travels with his head. You've got a response to this, Brendan? Well, I'm sitting in the kitchen at home with the light on. In front of me is dark, and then the reflection in the glass is dark out the back. Am I in like a third dimension? <laughs> Deep thought of the week. Yeah, nice. We'll just connect those two calls together. They can have a chat about that in yeah. their own time. Yeah, not on air. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Ken. Hey, how are you? Good. Ken. Really good. How are you, mate? Mate, doing my best. Doing my best. Looking good in the pondering pond tonight, Ken. Jeez. <laughs> no, like Jeez. real good. <laughs> What's your deep? Look, thought? Um, What's your deep thought? Why is the word phonetic spelt with a ph? Ollie. I don't know. Deep thought of the week. Oh my god! It's good. It's good. Is it? Yeah. Um. Yeah. My, our producer's Ollie is just asking who gets the tickets. Who gets the tickets? No one gets the tickets. <laughs> no one gets the tickets. Ah. Uh, Give it a cinema guy. No, he doesn't get the tickets. You're Triple M's Tom and Ollie. It's Red Hot Chili Peppers. By the way, you're Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Not far away. Doctor Nikki Goldstein answering the question. Is it okay to have a relationship at work? Tom, I know you love conspiracy theories, and I thought I should bring this story to you because it contains everything you love. Gold, yes. conspiracies, oh my God. and the British. Oh my God. Uh, we're joined tonight by Martin North, who uh, is an Australian-based analyst and business consultant. But Martin has released a story, I found it on news.com, that is very intriguing uh, concerning our money up in England. Martin, good evening. Hello. Now, explain to me, there's two parts of this story, Martin, that uh, the second part is the conspiracy part, but even the, the setup to this story is, to me, intriguing. The Reserve Bank holds a lot of our money, Australia's money, in England. Well, why is that? Well, it's a very interesting question. Of course, years and years and years ago, uh, our money was backed by gold, right? But yeah. uh, you know, a couple of uh, decades ago, that sort of fell apart. Most currencies around the world are now just floating free. Um, we held the gold in Australia, and then a, you know, about a decade ago, it was moved over to the Bank of England. So it's about 80 tonnes of gold. It's worth about $4.4 billion, but it's not even in the country. But that's, and, that's uh, our reserve like backup money that we need. What, who, who the hell decides to go, you know what, let England have it for now? Well, it's an interesting question, isn't it? Um, the, 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 it's not clear as to why why it is moved, other than the most of the gold trading around in the world is, is done out of London or, uh, or Switzerland, okay, right? So, yeah. so it, it's, and what's happened sometimes is that people will actually lease the gold to somebody else and earn a little bit of money on it. In fact, a small amount of our gold is actually leased at the moment. It's generating a little bit of money back for the country. Yeah. How but do you lease it, gold to someone? Do you just go, I'm going to borrow it, like I'm going to lend it to you and you're going to pay for it? 
Yeah, well, there are people who actually um, are, are quite keen to get hold of gold and then perhaps pass it on. Um, and that, you know, we, we can touch on the conspiracy theories a bit a bit later if you want. Yeah. But uh, essentially, that leads into the question of, so what, who wants gold? And, yeah. you know, where does it go to? And um, is the gold there or not? So so the, the gold is was there. The, the, the Reserve Bank didn't audit about four or five years ago, except the audit was a little bit of, um, we'll go and see one or two bars and make sure that they're okay, but we have to tell the Bank of England in advance which bars we want to see. And this is, and this um, is where it gets interesting, isn't it? Because in the last 20 years, uh, according to economist John Adams, we've only seen this gold once. Yeah, we've only done one audit, so far as we know. Um, that they are sort of plan- planning to do another one at some point. But but you know, it's all it, what, what's fascinating is normally if you, you know if you go and do an audit, right? Yeah. You, you sort of rock up, no no advance notice, and say, show me it all, right? No, yeah. but that's not how it works, right? You have to give them a give them a notice in advance, right? And then you yeah. tell them in advance which bars you want. And then they show you those bars. No, <laughs> so they, okay. they, they could just get any old bars together and go, here's your money, don't worry about it, well, off you go. Well, they've got serial numbers, so in theory, oh, okay. but you know, the, the point is you have to tell them in advance which serial numbers. Now, if you were a conspiracist, I'm not, you could say that would give the, um, you know, the Bank of England time to go and mint a bar or two and put the numbers on it and then present it, right, if yeah. they didn't happen to have it in the vault. Um, and that sort of is where this whole question comes. So there's two questions. The first question is, um, do we know the gold is there, yeah. right? And the second question is, why is it in London? <laughs> why is it in Australia? And, yeah. and that's not yeah. as daft as it may sound. So Germany, a few years ago, asked for their gold back, and they had a real struggle. This is to the Fed. And they had a real struggle to get it back. They did eventually get it back. Tommy bastards. It? Just keep it in gold. <laughs> Venezuela's been asking for their gold, and the Bank of England said, oh, I'm not sure we're going to give it back to you. So... <laughs> So this is now a little bit of an interesting question. So then what's Why the second is, part of the story, and this is being peddled yeah. by news.com, is that China might have the, the gold. Why is well, that the conspiracy what, theory? What we do know is that a lot of Asian countries, and China's leading the way, is essentially has been, has been accumulating gold. And if you add up the total amount of gold that they have probably accumulated recently, it's more than is being, being mined currently. So it's got to come from somewhere. Right. right? And, and so that then gets you into this theory of, well, do, do some of these um, bars of gold get leased on to somebody else? And do they get melted down and then resold? And, you know, has somebody written an IOU to somebody else? And is there a, you know, a bullion bank in the middle of it? And basically it gets really muddy. Now, Martin now, North, I, I, I just need to stop you there because you sound like you've got a British accent. You know a lot about this. Martin North. Do you know more than what we know, mate? No, 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 no. I, in fact, Whose I, side I, are you on? Hats off to John Adams, who did all, all, all the research, right? Yeah, but right. the fact is, the fact is that um, I'm intrigued from both sides of the fence. Well, here I was, and Tom, and I think every common folk out there, you know, on a Wednesday, not worrying about our money and our gold in England, but now I'm worried about the money we, we should have. Oh, tell me about it. It's the biggest conspiracy going around. Martin North, thank you so much for joining us. And let's just hope that that gold finds its way back into our pockets, Ollie. Because oh. it's ours. Well, um, yeah, what are we going to do? <laughs> Well, nothing, <laughs> obviously, that, that, but yeah. uh, fingers crossed, I guess. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's like Parliament question time with less name calling. Oh. You have a face like a kicked-in biscuit tin, Tom. Oh, uh, maybe not. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom and I love to receive your correspondence on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Tom and Ollie, and we got one from Andy. A message came through, Tom. That's actually a fake name because Andy had a question surrounding workplace relationships. 
and mm. we thought this question is a great question. It's mm. pretty heavy. Oh, I'll, I'll do it. I'll. I can. I've got, <laughs> mate. I've got expertise. Well, I know about relationships. I've right. had two boyfriends. I appreciate that, Tom. You've done a lot of stuff in your spare time and but... a girlfriend. So that's <laughs> a lot of relationships, mate. <laughs> you're a busy guy. No, no. I thought you're great, but let's get an expert. Let's get sexologist oh, Nikki Goldstein you on. You find me already? Yeah. Sorry, mate. Uh, just too much other stuff going on with you. <laughs> uh, to answer Andy's real life question that I'm sure is very relatable for a lot of people who have work and relationships. It's up next. This is live all over you. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. It's live all over you. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Super excited to be joined by Doc and Dr. Docker, Dr. Nikki Goldstein, relationship expert, sexologist. Mate, you're, I'm so happy that we can finally have you on our show. I'm so happy you can get my title right. Yeah. Sorry, Nikki, is do- Docker. Docker? Docking is a thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Are you a docker or, or a doctor? I don't know if okay, boys. Let's keep going. I don't know if Dr. Nikki can doc. We've, we've anyway. just said hellos. Okay, Nikki, thank you for joining us. The reason why we got you on is because uh, we've got a great question that got sent in on Facebook from fake name Andy. I'll read it to you, Nikki, and uh, with your expertise, we want to dissect the whole notion of relationships at workplaces. There's a bit of a thing about don't shit where you eat to yeah. be crude about it. Um, but here's Andy's question. Hey, guys, I have a question. Maybe you could ask your audience. I'm married with two kids. My relationship hasn't been in a good place for a couple of years and I have tried to talk to my wife about it, but she always turns every situation around and throws every bad thing I've ever done back in my face. Mm. Ouch. I guess that's not really the problem though. The issue is that I have recently begun to develop feelings for a co-worker and whilst I have no confirmation of this, I'm pretty sure the feeling is mutual. Could your audience, or Nikki Goldstein in this case, possibly offer some advice? I don't see any way I can navigate this without being a total C-bomb. Hmm. So <laughs> tough situation, Nikki. Tough Pretty situation, common, but I, I think fake Andy's got the issue wrong because before we even get to the office romance, mm. the fact of the matter is, is he's married with two kids. And this really is a recipe that we see so often. You know, something mm. happens to someone's relationship at home. Things have been not working for quite some time. And often it is the person at work because you're there with them, you're talking to them, you might be going on a lunch break, having a cheeky flirt over a coffee, Mm. and you start to see something that you haven't in your relationship for a very long time. Mm. So my first bit of advice to fake name Andy would be, even if your wife is throwing everything back at you, which you could be holding on to a lot of resentment, try and get some help in terms of maybe seeing a couple's counsellor, going to therapy, finding a neutral way to have these conversations to try put the relationship back on track. Mm. Don't enter into an office affair whilst you're still married. See if you can work that relationship out first. If it doesn't work out, then you've got the next question of, hmm, do I want to pick something up in the office? Because if it's an affair, it's a recipe for disaster. Because what happens at the staff Christmas party if partners come along or someone else gets wind of what's going on and they're friends with fake Andy's wife? Mm. You know, it really is too much scandal to be able to mix into a working environment and it's never going to end well. So, so would you say no, no partners at the party? Is that what you suggest? <laughs> How do we avoid this situation? <laughs> Well, listen, you know, no partners, that's a that's an entirely different subject. But the reality of it is if you're in an office and you've been married for a while, you're probably friends with someone else's husband and wife that, you know, it's yeah. all incestuously connected. And we all have Facebook anyway these days. Yeah. So, you know, you're bound to actually be sprung. But the issue is, do even if fake Andy is not married yeah. and doesn't have children, or does have children, but is a free person, mm. 
should he be having an affair at work? Well, and the other question is that I've Sorry, got Sorry, a relationship, not an affair. Yeah, sure. Dr. Nikki, is is the grass greener on the other side when it comes to this type of thing? If you are in a relationship, is the, is the grass always is greener? Is it too easy to fall into that mindset? Is it too that, easy that to fall into it? I, I think we have this mentality of FOMO. You know, we're all yeah. fearful of missing out on something, and especially when it comes to a relationship that isn't working and we see something that's like the shiny new toy. Yeah, we've got that connection again and it sounds all fun and we're flirting and it's the beginning of something. Yeah. It can be an issue of thinking the grass is greener on the other side. But if fake Andy were, say, to partner up with this person at work, fast forward a few years in a relationship, what's yeah. to say that that relationship isn't going to suffer the same fate? But I don't think this means that you should shy away from office relationships. I'm actually not against them. Oh, yes, good, Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. I'm a big fan of uh, you office know. affairs. No, but office relationships, maybe. Well, Ollie, why did you keep turning down my advances, mate? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Tom. I've got a girlfriend. Never, but... ever, ever. Oh, there was that one time. Oh, no, there wasn't. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a great place, a workplace, to develop good relationships, to get to know someone on a, on a more uh, platonic level, and then see if there's more to connect with. Would well, you agree? Well, I think there's this point of commonality because it depends really on what career you're in. But say if you are in a career where you work long hours and you might not have the time to be meeting people outside of that. Also, too, you might have an interest in what you're doing. So if somebody else is in the office in the same profession, there is something that you both have in common. So it can be a great grounds to be able to say, oh, we understand each other or we understand the work commitments mm. on each other. Yep. It's often you'll find people in media, they often like to partner up with someone else in media because they understand what the game is all about and, and, and what's expected of that person. Yep. But we do actually need to go back to the advice of don't shit where you eat because mm. if it does go wrong, you can never escape that person and you may be in some very awkward situations mm. where they're your boss or you're going against them on something or even worse as a HR complaint. <laughs> <laughs> We're speaking to Dr. Nikki Goldstein, relationship expert, sexologist. Now I want to just ask about workplace relationships, Ollie. If you want to go, you want to turn the tack, One triple three five three. Has your workplace relationship gone bad? <laughs> how did it go? Because we were going to say, how did it go, yay or nay, but we don't want to hear stories about how you've met your partner no, and it's a happy day. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's cute. That's great for you. But the negative side of things, we've got Dr. Nikki Goldstein to answer your questions to help you out. So one triple three five three. workplace relationships gone wrong. What happened? Let's try and help you out. You with Tom and Ollie on Triple M. It's clothes I slept in, Luca Brasi. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. After nine o'clock, oh, I've got some great stories about let's never speak of this again moments. Uh, but right now we're speaking to Dr. Nikki Goldstein, relationship expert, sexologist. We're talking about relationships at work, Ollie. Yeah, one triple three five three is our number. If you want some advice on workplace relationships, how they can work, uh, maybe you've got a scenario where it didn't work out, but uh, any questions can be directed to Dr. Nikki Goldstein, obviously a professional in the area. Uh, Nikki, thank you so much. We've got a question from Tim. Uh, Tim, what uh, happened with your workplace relationship? Uh, so I was uh, managing a bar and the, one of the rules that we used to have at the bar was that you couldn't date anybody else at work to yep. try to avoid that whole workplace un unfortunateness. Yeah. Um, the downside was I myself broke the rule oh, uh, and oh, I'm going out with one of the, the, the waitresses. And from a workplace perspective at work, because you know nobody knew at work ever knew um, it never interfered in terms of the working relationship that we had. We broke off amicably. Um, but then she started to go out with the new barman that we had and then basically flaunted it in front of me, knowing that there wasn't a thing that I could do to stop it because 
I had broken a rule oh. first with her. Oh, what a rule breaker. A double oh. rule breaker. Oh, that's Sounds insane. like a, a TV show plot. It's pretty yeah. juicy stuff. But, but that's the exact example of when it goes wrong because you're then stuck with that person. And if they do decide to do something like date someone else at work, you're really stuck. And it does start to affect your working environment. It can't be pleasant yeah. to be at a bar with your ex-girlfriend and the new boyfriend who's probably standing somewhere near you. <laughs> Yeah, it's like an episode of the OC, isn't I, it? I can recall many jobs where a lot of workplace relationships were kept secret, mm. and like they come out like six months later, and it's like, yeah, they were together for like a year. It's so and exciting. You go, yeah. What? It's so exciting. How did you keep that secret? One triple three five three. Do you need some advice about a relationship at work? Maybe you want to jump. Maybe you want to go for it, but you're not too sure. Ask Dr. Nikki Goldstein, one triple three five three with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Aussie Crawl. Boys light up. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. And we've got Dr. Nikki Goldstein, relationship expert, sexologist, and all round just awesome chick as well. Loving oh, having thanks. a chat with you, Dr. Nikki <laughs> Goldstein. Yeah, hey, yeah. there's a bit of office romance oh, right there. Tell me about it. The Except gay. we're in different states. <laughs> and also, oh, I'm gay, so it doesn't mean anything. I can say yeah. whatever I want. All right, I'll play <laughs> the gay card. <laughs> thanks, mate. That. You don't have to pay it for me. Um, look, we're talking about relationships at work. Dr. Nikki Goldstein, I thought right now it'd be good to cover off the do's and don'ts of relationships at work. What are some of the do's and don'ts of this? <laughs> okay, so let's start with the don'ts. Okay. It's coming up to Christmas. We're all <laughs> having our Christmas parties. Yeah, we, uh, we, we all know that that means a few drinks and a lot of um, worked up sexual tension. <laughs> years, do not... years of building up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> years of flirting. Yes. Do not do the casual hookup at work. If you feel that there is something strong romantically and that there is somebody that really could make a fantastic life partner, but you just so happen to work together, that's where you should explore it. Where it's really going to get nasty is if it is a Christmas party hookup because, like we heard with our friend who manages the bar, somebody may be jumping to somebody else as well. Mm. Uh, It starts to get a little bit messy so that's why I think you've really got to consider if it is something that you see a long-term relationship with, that there's this person that just so happens to work with you, but they could be the wife and the mother of your children, go for it and navigate through the issues of who we tell, where we cross paths. But if it's just a matter of this chick is hot and I would really like to go there, if she works with you, back off and just put it to the wank bank. Oh, what? <laughs> what so we just got to c- control ourselves and walk away. Well, you can take the fantasy away. You can you can indulge in a bit of flirtation, right? Yeah. Like have a bit of a flirt, you know, have a bit of a banter, but it's just that situation that is always going to go horribly wrong. I yeah. can't sugarcoat that. It yeah. is true that, yeah, once, if it does go wrong, uh, then you are, the next day you're back at work and it's <laughs> just, you know, oh, yeah. Hey, oh. yeah. <laughs> Not for or me. you're sneaking I'm, off I'm to the bathroom. Long-term partner for seven years. But uh, Okay, so don't do that. Uh, is, if you are single, it's not as simple as, as you just said, go for it um, because there are complications. What else is there in terms of do's and don'ts? Like if you've got a partner, it's a flat-out don't. <laughs> if you're going, you mean if you're in a relationship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to encourage cheating, <laughs> right? I'm just checking. Like it's a flat-out don't. Infidelity happens. Like we get the stats from Ashley Madison and it's, you know, it happens. But for the people out there that are struggling in their relationships, because I think the most common divorce date is sometime in January. So we kind of get into that period now where everyone starts to hold on because it's Christmas. It's the end of the year. No one wants to screw up holiday plans. 
everybody holds in and then sometimes cracks in January. But I really think if you can either make a relationship work and start to work on it, whether it's getting help, continuing to talk to your partner, even if they're throwing everything back in your face, do not give up. Or if you decide to end things, then go explore that connection you've had with the person at work or one of your mates that you think could be more than just friends. A a relationship ending is always going to be hard. It's going to be even more complicated if you're caught with your pants down. Yeah, true. Dr. Nikki Goldstein, thank you so much for joining us. I've just got one question for you. One more question, right? I've got this mate. I've got this mate. I've got this mate. I've got this mate. (laughs) He's been going out. He's been going out with his long-term girlfriend for seven years and he still hasn't popped the question. I mean, is he a psycho? (laughs) Uh, See, this is, okay, this is the one where you're actually going to like my answer to this one. I think we put put too much pressure on marriage. Why can you not commit these days without feeling like you have to do what everyone else does and put a ring on the finger. What does a piece of metal Buy a house mean? together. <laughs> exactly. exactly. The commitment is financial. If you're committing in terms of moving in together, putting your life together, buying a house together, that's the commitment that you need. If you're not sure if you believe in marriage or not, that's fine. The only thing is you've got to check that your partner's on the same page with that. Well, she's already bought the house, hasn't she, Ellie? Yes, and, and the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to give it to her. <laughs> Dr. Nikki Goldstein, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks and I can't wait me. to get you back. Thanks, Nikki. Tom and Ollie on Triple M.